Aloha and namaste and welcome back to the Healing Laughter Podcast. This is the show where we talk about all things related to self-love, manifestation, spirituality, the power of positive affirmations, healing water, astrology, and so much more. I'm your host, Katie Utterback. I'm an ICF certified spiritual life coach, a Western tropical astrologer, breathwork practitioner, dog mom, and wannabe mermaid. And today on the show, we're talking about the upcoming Aries full moon happening on October 9th, 2022. The moon will be at 1.55 p.m. Pacific at 16 degrees, 33 minutes of Aries. Now I'm just going to say it now because I'm already feeling this personally, but this Aries full moon feels like the setup, the appetizer round for eclipse season, which officially begins in October. So I'm actually going to end this episode talking about that first round of eclipse season with the solar eclipse new moon in Scorpio on October 25th, 2022, because this energy feels different. It feels different given all of the other challenging aspects that we've been experiencing really since 2020 and are expected to continue to experience through 2027. So I want to give you as much information as possible, as much of a forecast as I can, so that if any of these archetypal possibilities do come to fruition, that we have a plan, that we know how to self-soothe and catch ourselves, and most importantly, that we keep hope, faith, love, joy, peace, and gratitude alive during a time in which the darkness, this dark energy is throwing everything it can at us in the hope that we give up on love, we stop dreaming, we surrender to density, and we just we just give up on this idea of a better tomorrow. Because that's what density, the dark, wants. It wants us to surrender. It wants us to give up. It wants us just to decide it's too hard, it's too dark, we're too afraid. But the truth is, if one person, just one person, you or me, if just one of us can hold a frequency of faith, love, hope, joy, peace, that is enough to counteract the lower vibrational energies of a thousand people. So as our new world begins to birth, as the divine feminine steps into her queendom, as the divine masculine prepares for his own awakening, as we continue to feel this turbulence and chaos of the seas rising, I ask you to hold the faith, hold the dream, keep the music alive. It has never been more important than now. And as my fellow dreamers, my fellow star seeds, self-healers, water protectors, light workers, I ask you now to step forward, to be seen in your lion moment. It is time. It's time for us to become the lighthouse, the beacon of hope that we have prepared our entire lives for. It may be challenging, but know that globally we stand together in love, in light, in truth. Aho. So this Aries full moon, like I said, is happening October 9th, 2022 at 1.55 p.m. Pacific. The moon will be at 16 degrees, 33 minutes of Aries. So if you want to think back or look back at social media posts, journal entries, your calendar, what was going on in your life on or around March 31st, April 1st, 2022, because that is when we had the new moon in Aries, which was also the kickoff of the astrological new year. So we also had a Kazemi new moon at that time, which meant that the new moon's energy was extra potent. So really think back at what was going on in your life. Where was your focus on March 31st, April 1st, 2022, three days before, three days after, because similar themes are likely to emerge now. And one thing that I want to flag for you is that back in late March, early April, when we were discussing this Aries new moon, one thing that I flagged for you back then was that a major theme of that Aries new moon included Chiron in Aries. Now, Chiron is the wounded healer. Chiron is connected to our unhealed wounds. It's our maverick energy. It's our muckraker energy. It's basically in our natal chart where 
we have to carve our own unique path because for whatever reason, conventional paths are not accessible for us. So this Aries new moon invited us to find and take alternative paths because we started to recognize that old comforts, old routines were not working, not just for us, but on a collective level. Globally, collectively, we started to experience the very early flavors of a new beginning. So Aries is also associated with the military, jobs done in uniforms. So there is this like militaristic law enforcement type energy associated with Aries. There's like um, not just military though. Aries also rules like firefighters, hospitals, nurses, medical teams. It's that fighting, defending, protection energy, but it doesn't necessarily feel settled. And back in March, I shared with you that the Aries new moon had a theme with it that tradition doesn't always keep us safe, that being a good girl, being a good boy, listening to the rules doesn't always keep us safe. And so the energy was saying, listen to your heart. And this energy is shifting in such a dramatic way that we don't feel stable anymore. So your sense of safety right now may feel completely gone. It might feel extremely turbulent. And part of that is because our root chakra has begun to lift and move. If you have any issue with your root chakra, maybe it's too closed off, maybe it's too open, that is going to spread and you're going to feel it in your other chakras. So your sacral chakra, your solar plexus chakra might be destabilizing as well. That's okay. Take a deep breath. Remember, our root chakra is moving. It's lifting up to where our heart chakra was. So our heart chakra has become our new root chakra and our root is moving to our heart so that our heart becomes the root of all decisions, all of our dreams, all of our wants, all of our needs. And I know I've shared this before, but I just find this so fascinating that the heart contains 40,000 brain neurons. So our heart is actually our bigger brain. And our heart, unlike the brain, has a heart-based intelligence. It's a love intelligence as opposed to like a rational, logical intelligence. So allow yourself to drop into your heart space and step into feelings of love, joy, gratitude, peace, and freedom because where your focus goes, energy flows. And love and feelings of peace, joy, gratitude, it's going to play a major role during this Aries full moon because the full moon is activating that Aries-Libra relationship access. So whereas Aries represents the self, it's a more egoic, me-focused energy with a warrior spirit, Libra is all about relationships, diplomacy, ensuring that all voices are heard equally, that there's harmony and peace. So we might be feeling pulled to assert ourselves and be honest with those around us, but we're also realizing we're getting clarity in areas where compromise may be necessary in order to live a harmonious life. We're starting to understand that there's a balance required in our relationships, but that we also have to find a balance between compromising just for the sake of others and ensuring that our needs are met as well. So with the moon in Aries and Chiron, the wounded healer in Aries, actually quite close to the moon. Chiron is at 14 degrees Aries. The moon is at 16 degrees Aries. It's likely we're going to feel like someone is pushing, twisting their thumb into the biggest bruise that we have on our heart. And that feeling of discomfort or uncertainty can motivate us to solve a problem faster than naturally possible. So we might rush, we might want to hide under the blanket if traumas from our past start bubbling up to the surface, or we might experience something that reminds us of a past trauma and feel like hiding. But if you go that route, the energy is saying, 
you're going to continue to feel exhausted because you're not getting to the root of the issue. It's kind of like gardening. If you just pull off the top of the weed, that weed is not gone. It's going to come back rather quickly. So we have to get to the root. And with Chiron, the wounded healer, playing such a starring role during this full moon, which a full moon is a time of illumination. It's when secrets and hidden truths are brought to light. It's a grand opportunity for healing, but there's also a potential for sickness. So with Aries's warrior spirit, I get the sense that this full moon is bringing to light traumas that may fuel us to keep going in our battle for love and peace. And I am using battle deliberately here because Aries has that warrior militaristic spirit. But then again, Libra's energy, the sun in Libra is saying, I know emotionally you're ready to go to war over these pains, these heartaches. But understand that your enemy doesn't control you the way that you believe that they do. So can you make room for peace and compromise? Can you find balance? And that actually may even take shape in a legal form, maybe some sort of peace accord, maybe some sort of legalized sense of harmony. Now I want you to take a breath, a conscious breath. And I want you to return to feelings of harmony, peace, freedom, forgiveness, and love during this full moon. And if you start to feel sick, turn to affirmations like, my body is healing. I am safe. And remember all those that you love and all those who love you. Focus on the love. Focus on being kind to yourself, forgiving yourself, healing yourself, because it's going to have a ripple effect on your external world. It's kind of like tuning into a radio station you tune into classic rock, that's the music that you're going to hear. If you turn into like a talk radio station, you're not going to hear classic rock. So play around with what you're tuning into. Experiment with consciously co-creating your reality. I've actually been doing this the last couple of weeks and it's wild. During the full moon, Jupiter will be at one degree of Aries, which means collectively and individually, we're starting something new. Jupiter, when is it, when it's at one degree of Aries, is um, it's a flavoring of like, I am, I exist. But there's also a lot of information energized by this placement. So there's a lot of learning. There's a lot of opportunities for education. If you're a writer, you may find a well of ideas at this time. Uh, and with Mars and Gemini, actually, there's a, probably a lot of information flooding our minds. But then again, Mercury is in Virgo, and Mercury in Virgo is trying to purify that information by saying, let's have some discernment as to what we're focusing on. What is actually most important to you? Where do you want to put that focus? So also keep in mind that what's being presented as the truth may not actually be the truth. Mercury has been in retrograde in Virgo most of September, and technically that retrograde ended on October 2nd, but the shadow period where the retrograde post phase is, it's it really runs through October 20th. So we're still kind of in that communication hiccup period. And by the way, Mars is going to go retrograde in Gemini on October 30th, which means it's really from the end of October through like January, it may be really difficult to get things accomplished. It may feel like you're having conversations that turn into arguments and you don't understand why. So again, look to the seasons for guidance. We're in fall, we're moving toward winter, we're really being invited to slow down, to go inward, 
to really focus on healing, alchemizing, integrating, so that when spring comes around, we can emerge from our hibernation with this renewed sense of self, a renewed sense of hope, love, and faith that everything is working out, best case scenario. Now, if you are a cardinal sun or rising sign, so Aries, Libra, Cancer, or Capricorn, you are likely to feel the effects of this full moon the most, especially if you have any planets or aspects between 16 to 19 degrees of Aries, Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn. So like I said, take a look back what was going on in your life on or around March 31st, April 1st, 2022, when we had the new moon in Aries, because similar themes are likely to emerge now. And Aries is the natural ruler of the first house, which is all about identity. So it's possible that your sense of who you are might be experiencing some kind of change or shift. Also look and see which house Aries rules for you, especially if you're not in Aries rising, so that you can get some insight as to what area of your life is likely to be most affected by this Aries full moon. Uh, another thing I want to flag for you, Uranus is still hanging out in Taurus. It's going to be there for a while and it does not like it. So the last week of September through October 4th, we had that last square between Saturn at 18 degrees of Aquarius and Uranus at 18 degrees of Taurus. So it's possible we could see a shit ton of new technologies, businesses, new ways of doing things like food, gardening, connecting with one another, animals, the planet, water. I think we're really going to start to see the first taste of what new earth is like. And remember, this is like a kitchen renovation. And I can tell you from experience this past year that even when you know you're getting a brand new kitchen with updated cabinets, crown molding, quartz countertops, it's fucking scary when there's nothing but wooden beams in your kitchen and all you can do is hold the vision for what you want your kitchen to look like. And that's really where we're headed now with new earth. We are birthing new earth right now. Like mother earth is in labor and it's hot, it's wet, there's cold sweats, it's happening fast, it's happening slow. But the most important thing is that we have to keep our eye on the prize, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. We must keep our faith and our hope alive that everything is happening best case scenario. And that by 2027, we're going to experience a world where hunger has been eradicated, like clean water will exist everywhere. All beings will feel loved and accepted for who they are. Education, freedom will be human rights. We are going to learn to value not only one another, but the animals, the planet, the children, the water, the mountains, the flowers, the sounds of the wind and the seas. So I'm fucking excited. And that's the Aries full moon. If you are interested in a more personalized forecast, I do have natal reports, solar return reports, and I have three, six, and 12-month transit reports available on elevatedaura.com. Now, given that this is a full moon activating that relationship access, I do have relationship reports and relationship compatibility reports available as well. If you want a one-on-one -on -one reading with me, Right now, I'm only offering those to clients, so if you are interested in working with me, you can schedule an appointment at elevatedaura.com. So that's the Aries full moon. Let's briefly talk about eclipse season, or at least how eclipse season will begin, because like I said, this Aries full moon is looking like the appetizer round, with, especially since Chiron's playing such a starring role. And I do think this is very interesting that it's all happening before Scorpio comes in with its secrets revealed energy like it's not lost on me i actually think it's kind of funny almost like almost like the secrets are afraid of being exposed by scorpio energy it's like oh fuck i'm just gonna quickly pop out and let you deal with me last minute aries before scorpio gets its hands on me 
So eclipse season energy is, it's different from a traditional new, new moon or a full moon in that eclipse energy is that game changer energy. Like this is where we see big moves, big changes in people's lives, like births, deaths, marriages, divorces, moves, buying homes, babies, new jobs, like the big stuff. And that's because eclipse energy is dramatic. It's life-changing. And because of that, eclipse energy doesn't always affect us the same way. So for the last year, we've had eclipses on the Taurus-Scorpio axis. So if you are a sun arising Taurus-Scorpio, and to some extent Leo and Aquarius, but especially Taurus and Scorpio, you are feeling the effects of these eclipses the most. And the other thing with this eclipse energy is that the energy is active six months before and after the official eclipse time and date. So we've technically already been swimming in this eclipse energy, but it's intensifying as we get closer and closer. So eclipse season will kick off at the end of the month with a solar eclipse new moon in Scorpio on October 25th, 2022. And that solar eclipse new moon is happening at 10.48 a.m. on October 25th at 1 degree, 59 minutes of Scorpio. So if you are a sun or rising Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, or Aquarius, especially if you have any planets or angles around one to four degrees of fixed signs, you are likely to feel the effects of the solar eclipse the most. Now, I will talk more about the solar eclipse when it gets closer, but for now, I just wanted to highlight some things and give you some things to be on the lookout for. So the last time we experienced this particular eclipse energy was October 14th, 2004. And this eclipse is part of the Saros 124 series. So look back what was going on in your life around 2004, especially the fall of 2004, winter, spring of 2005. And I did Google some world events that I wanted to share with you, some things that were happening. So the Summer Olympics happened in Greece that year. Uh, the strongest earthquake in 40 years erupted in December of 2004 in the Indian Ocean. And that created a tsunami that hit Sri Lanka, India, Bangladesh, the Maldives, Burma, Thailand, Malaysia, and Indonesia, and at least 290,000 people died. Uh, the Mars Spirit rover mission resumed. Some other space-related things. We had the first ever pictures of Saturn's rings in orbit, and that came from the Cassini mission. The European Union underwent its largest expansion ever, accepting 10 new nations into the European Union. Poland, Czech Republic, Estonia, Latvia, Slovakia, Hungary, Slovenia, Malta, and Cyprus. And this was the first time that Eastern and Western European nations had joined together economically since the breakup of the Soviet Union. Some other things that happened, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series for the first time since 1918. The CIA admitted there wasn't any imminent threat of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. We discovered that there was systemic torture happening in the Abu Ghraib prison. George W. Bush was elected as president for the first time, but is about to serve his second term. If you know, you know. Uh, Facebook is launched. Oil companies earn the highest profits in history. Martha Stewart is convicted of a felony and sentenced to five months in prison. Scott Peterson is found guilty of murdering his wife, Lacey. The first same-sex marriage is performed in Massachusetts. So that was just a little bit of a taste of what happened. If you can remember or look back as to what was going on in your life around fall 2004, winter, spring 2005, that may give you an indication as to what may pop up in your life, especially if you are a Taurus Scorpio. Remember that whatever happens externally at this time, know that you are safe. You are loved. You are divinely guided and supported. 
And that's our show for today. If you haven't already, you can sign up for my newsletter, Love Notes on Elevated Aura's website, so that you can make sure that you're updated on all my latest offerings and energy updates. Remember, kindness starts within. If we were all to focus inward, to be kind to ourselves before we started worrying about what anyone else was doing, this world would be such a different place.